So this year, it was based on college mascots. And for a while there, I was super interested. How long interested. is this sound bite going to go? <laughs> as long as you'd like. Sorry, is that bothering you? <laughs> Live from the Annex Wealth Management Studios at the Avenue in downtown Milwaukee, this is Wisconsin's Morning News. Here's your host, Vince Vetrano. At 7.12 on Wisconsin's Morning News, so I was teasing about the Falcons today. The birds? Yes. What, the We Energy's They're going to be banding the Falcons at the We Energy's plant in Oak Creek. And I... So it's a good program, okay. and they take care of the Falcons, and they were endangered. You and were some making of the fun of the story. <laughs> well, I just said I wasn't that into it. So my friend Brendan over at We Energies reached out, Brendan Conway. Now, he and I were both reporters when we started here in Milwaukee. So he was at 12, I was at 4. So I know Brendan, and you know we're on the street at the same time. Mm-hmm. So he's like, hey, uh, listen, I heard you talk about the Falcons. <laughs> I, got, I got more to add. Aha. Uh-huh. Aha. Uh-huh. So we will have Brendan on with us about the Falcon program coming up at 8.30 this morning. But this is the thing. Every year, We Energies, they've got the, these Falcons that nest uh, high up on one of their towers. Okay. And then they put the camera in there, and people get super into it. I remember, because Susan used to love this over at TMJ4. Uh, she, wanted, cam. she wanted the live camera. Oh, look, there's this one. There's this one moving around. <laughs> it's always like, I'm like, what are we looking at here? <laughs> but she was into it. I know a lot of people are. So the eggs eventually hatch, of course, and then the baby falcons chirp around or do whatever they do, mm-hmm. and then they have a naming contest. Just wanted to make sure. It's the okay. falcons. Yeah. So they had this naming contest. You were supposed to pick, the internet was supposed to pick among college mascots here in yeah. the state. And I said I was excited because somehow Norby, the St. Norbert Green Knight, sweet alma mater, he was up there in the running. All so right. Brendan told me he won. Well, there you go. So he's not one of the Milwaukee Falcons, though. They have a bunch of sites. We Energies does, oh, as does WPS. So I if you're in Northeast Wisconsin, that's WPS. So they have a bunch of sites. Apparently Norby is one. So one of these birds is named Norby. The local Falcons, who will be banded today, are named Ollie, in honor of the Waukesha County Technical College mascot, Ollie the Owl. Ember, in honor of Ember the Firebird from okay. Carthage. And Bucky, of course, Bucky Badger. But there's a, a program that has been place been in place in Milwaukee or sorry in Wisconsin and Michigan since the early 90s, where they actually have helped revive the falcon population. You know, you could learn a few things from what they're doing with these birds. I remember I you trying to feed that bird that was living in your light outside <laughs> your house. What, were you throwing breadcrumbs at it or something? I tried to like, crackers. Put the, tried to put the food near the bird. Then they freaked out. Yeah, Why? Like, no, no. Friend. Why, Vince? Friend. Friend. <laughs> That didn't work out that well. I certainly could. So we'll see what we learn at 8.30 this morning. One of us must search elsewhere, and only one of us can fly. (laughs) No, Donald, you! Oh, Donald, even in these desperate times, you still retain that dry sense of humor. Time for an update from the Gruber Law Office's One Call, That's All sports desk. Here's Bob Brainerd. Let's see. Last night in St. Louis, P.U. That's the only way to put it. The Boat Car- race. Yeah, that too. The Cardinals, they've risen from the dead, folks, and they did it with authority last night against the Brewers, pounding them 18-1 to in game one of a three-game series down there. Freddie Peralta, he was off, so was the rest of the bullpen. Mike Brasso had to finish the game on the mound, and he's a utility infielder. Nolan Arenado, he got the offensive party started for the Redbirds. And the pitch, line down the left field line. This is trouble if it's fair, and it is gone. 
He's homered now in four consecutive games. It's his 10th of the year. And that was only the beginning. The Brewers skipper, uh, not much to say following this one. Jack Flaherty was locked in seven shutout innings for St. Louis. Peralta, though, he couldn't avoid the early game pylon numbers. Freddie was just, he just wasn't in sync. I mean, all the credit to him, he got it going for a couple innings and made enough pitches. Um, but in general, just a little bit out of whack, um, especially to start the game. Um, and they, they made him pay. Hit the reset button tonight. Wade Miley against Jordan Montgomery. Pre-game 6-10 here on 6-20 WTMJ. Bucks coaching candidates, they continue to pile up. All the resumes come into Pfizer form. And Monty Williams, just ousted by the Suns, maybe a possible replacement for Bud. Prior to getting canned in Phoenix, he took note of the Bucks and others making moves that are just part of the gig. Um, when you look at really good coaches uh, who've lost their jobs shortly after winning a championship, right. you know, that's something that is just different about um, our business. Right. Um, but I, I've always felt like I have to do my job, not worry about it. But you do scan the landscape and see what's going on. And four teams remain in the NBA playoff picture. In the West, Denver and L.A., they kick off that best-of-seven series tonight in Colorado. The Lakers barely made the playoffs, and now look where they are. What say you, LeBron? Do you guys feel like you're playing with house money at this point? What does that mean? Well, I mean, I, mean, I know what it means. As far as, as, far as expectations from, from the outside. Nah. As Vanda will say, nah. Nah. <laughs> No. I'm with you, Vince. I, I just, you know, LeBron's in, the Heat, the Celtics. I Not mean, interested. No, no. Boring. <laughs> no, thank you. I'll go cut my lawn. 719. Storm Team 4 meteorologist Brian Nisnansky joins us next. He'll define pneumonia front and tell us when it gets here. That's next on Wisconsin's Morning News. And at 722, a little bit more on today's weather with Storm Team Ford's Chief Meteorologist, Brian Niznanski, joining us from the residence this morning. What's up, Niz? Hey, what's going on, guys? Yeah, just uh, getting the kids' lunches ready here. The big debate, though, this morning is, what am I going to dress these kids in? Uh, because we got a wild day with temperatures. So uh, what is the decision? Because Eric and I, both our kids have track tonight, and my son's telling me, like, no, nah, it's going to be warm. And I'm like, dude, <laughs> no, it's for not. a minute. <laughs> Seriously. So my, my oldest, I, I, I feel your pain. My oldest, she's seven, but she's, like, savvy enough that she'll ask, like, Alexa, like, what the temperature is going to be. She doesn't even ask her dad, who's a meteorologist. She'll <laughs> yell at Alexa. <laughs> and Alexa will say, 78 degrees today. Boom. Shorts, good. Hands down. She's ready to go. She's going. She, she's That's ready to shorts. go. shorts. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so the thing is, is a day like today, you need more than your app. You need more than, obviously, Alexa, uh, because that 78 isn't going to last all day. Um, as you've probably heard, the magical word, pneumonia front, on the way today. Yeah. Now, did you invent that term, or is that something they teach you in weather school? You know me, Vinny. I'm not like a huge fan of these terms, right, like I know. pneumonia front or or polar vortex. I just feel like gotta name you know, it. You know, they're just kind of <laughs> they're just kind of hokey. Um, but I I um, I believe it started with it was like in the '60s, and it was from the National Weather Service office, Milwaukee Sullivan. Uh, this is kind of a local phenomenon. Um, so it, it, it is something that's unique for us. So I think, Hey, why not? Let's name it. Maybe a pneumonia front's a little extreme, but, um, it is unique. Basically you get, um, a front to develop 
uh, north of us along Lake Michigan. And as it interacts with the cold waters, it accelerates the speed of the front and the strength of the front. And technically, in order for it to become a pneumonia front, you need a 16 degree or greater drop in temperature in one hour. And I think we can achieve that this afternoon. When's that going to happen? Yeah, what's think? that hour exactly? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I think it's like right now it's timing out to be around one or well, like one o'clock ish uh, for the Milwaukee area. Now it's going to take some time for that to work its way uh, farther southwest. So if you're like out in Lake Kiva, you're not going to get that front until maybe more like three, four o'clock in the afternoon. And it'll probably be sooner for folks up towards Sheboygan and Port Washington. But like they 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 know these things happen in Sheboygan, Port Washington. They haven't gotten rid of their winter coats yet, you know. So yeah, no like kidding. They're they're ready to get. <laughs> they're ready to go. But yeah, no, I would say one o'clock ish in the Milwaukee metro area. Be prepared for it. Um, and I I do think we're probably going to drop from. I think you're we're going to be hovering around eighty degrees at lunchtime. You know, noon. You're sitting outside. You're just thinking, man, here this is a summer like day. And then all of a sudden, when that front hits, it will be one of those times where all of a sudden. You feel the wind change, and it will instantly feel significantly cooler. It's not going to be a gradual thing. Um, we'll, we'll instantly drop uh, with the temperature. Talking with Storm Team 4 Chief Meteorologist Brian Nisnanski. So Marissa's last day was last week, so you're, you're yep. down a person there in the weather center. Are the gladiator games underway as to who gets what shift now, or what's, what's the procedure? <laughs> It is. Yeah, you know, it is. And it, it's a big job. Um, you, you worked that morning show uh, many, many years, and that weekday – morning position is not a position that we're looking to fill instantly without, you know, given due diligence um, inside and outside of the office. It's just the way it is. It was the way it was for when I took that job. It was the way it was when I got promoted to chief meteorologist. So it's a process. The unfortunate part of that process means we're down a person uh, right in the heart of severe weather season. But don't worry, Brendan Johnson's awesome. Kristen Kershane is awesome. And we'll have you covered. It just will mean a little less sleep for us uh, on the home front. See, look at his company, man. He says right on the, the front end of severe weather season. I was thinking, man, y'all want to take vacation this summer, too. Right? <laughs> now you're not, only, yeah. you're not only working less for vacation, you're working more. Yeah. Uh, yeah, no, I... <laughs> I hear you. It's uh, it's definitely going to be a pinch, and part of my new job is making that schedule. Um, and you know, it's the first year doing it, so like I have a mentality of like almost like I'm prioritizing not making anybody else upset versus my own vacation. Boy, looks here to Nisnansky <laughs> off every weekend. Huh? How about that? It must, yeah. be nice. it must be nice. <laughs> yeah. So it's a challenge. It sure is. Um, but again, we'll, we'll, we'll have you guys covered. Uh, we do have a few people in mind that we, you know, um, like when times are a little bit low, maybe we can have some temporary help, maybe some cameos from people like a Michael Fish or something. We'll see what goes on. <laughs> when we're talking cameos from Fish. You know. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Don't Nis. quote me on it. I don't know if it's for sure. You know, the contract hasn't been ironed out, but yeah, no. Um, we're we're in the search. We got some good candidates, and then also we do have some possibilities for some temp help. But we'll have you guys covered. Storm Team Four Chief Meteorologist Brian Nisnanski. All right, thanks, my friend. All right, Eric Benny. See you later, guys. And at 741, if you just missed Brian Nisnanski, Chief Meteorologist over there at WTMJ, TMJ4, uh, Niz was telling us, may, could be if you're in Milwaukee as early as 1 o'clock when that pneumonia front rolls on through, so you yeah. start feeling it, and that's a quick one. Like, you know when the front has come through. Won't take long. 
And then if you're to the southwest of the city, it'll be later in the afternoon when that weather blows through. Don't listen. You can now also watch Wisconsin's Morning News, all of your favorite WTMJ shows, now streaming on live video from our studios here at the Avenue. So don't forget, you can join us online at WTMJ.com. It's up on our mobile app, the WTMJ YouTube page, and on our social channels. Look while you listen with the WTMJ video stream. Brewers manager Craig Council joins us on Brewers 360. That's next on Wisconsin's Morning News. Time for an update from the Gruber Law Office's One Call, That's All Sports Desk. Here's Bob Brainerd. See if the Brewers can pick themselves up off the mat tonight after suffering an 18-1 blowout loss in St. Louis. Don't look now, but the Redbirds may have steered the ship back on course. They've won four straight. They're six and a half games behind front-running Milwaukee in the NL Central. Tonight, it's Wade Miley against Jordan Montgomery on the Hill. And you can hear it all right here on 620 WTMJ, beginning with the pregame programming at 610. And Brewers 360 is sponsored by Outdoor Living Unlimited. We're joined on Tuesday mornings by the manager of your Milwaukee Brewers, Craig Council. So, Craig, you, you come off a really nice sweep of the Royals here at home on the weekend, and then you have a forgettable game last night in St. Louis. What's the strategy today? Do you expect your guys have already forgotten about what happened last night and you just don't address it, or is there anything left to say today? No, there's, there's you just you forget it You know, when you get on the bus to come back to the hotel, um, as you should forget a win and, and move on. That's, that's, how the, that's how baseball works. That's how a schedule works with 162 games. Um, you have to have a short memory with everything and, and move to the next next event. There you go. Flush it. Craig, I, I saw <laughs> flush some, it. Flush it. I mean, make it quick. I saw something recently. A, an idea was floated because they're running out of uniform numbers. And so the idea was let's let's rip them off of the, the manager and, and the coaches. They don't need numbers. They're not playing anymore. I, are, are you married to the number 30? Would you be okay if you didn't have a number on your uniform and you just wore the hoodie? Or, or is there something behind having 30? To represent Craig Council. Yeah, I'm I'm fine with that. Um, I don't, you know, I'm I'm not a player, um, so it, it'd be fine with me. Um, I, I don't wear the jersey very often, um, so yeah, no big deal for me. Was thirty? Did you wear thirty at, at Notre Dame in your high school days? Was that is that a carryover? Uh, no, I just when I got to the big leagues, the equipment manager gives you a number, and that was the number I had. <laughs> wow! Perfect. Right. I, I remember. I remember Ned Yost, who when he was a backup catcher with the Brewers, he he was number five. But then when he was the manager, when you know the skipper with Milwaukee, he took number three because he wanted to honor Dale Earnhardt. So so some guys have they they have it. But 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 Craig, you're just like yeah, whatever. I mean, it, it's like whatever you throw my way, I'll I'll put it on. I'll wear it. Yeah, I, I mean, like I said, we. Um, like you get to the big leagues and I was a rookie and I didn't feel like I was in a position to ask for a number. So they just gave me a number and I was like, I'm happy to be here. Um, and then, you know, and then it just, it sticks with you as you go to different teams, they try to give you the same number. Um, and it, then it kind of sticks with you. Um, but as a manager, yeah, I mean, if, you know, if we could get a, a great player who wears number 30, I'd happily give him number 30. What do your boys wear? Do they wear any numbers to pay homage to you? Um, I don't even know what numbers they wear, actually. <laughs> Get Craig a program. 
Yeah, I'm not. I'm not. I'm not sure. Actually, it's a good question. Now Brady's at Minnesota, right? Yeah, he goes to Minnesota, University of Minnesota. Yes, putting together a good season, or what's happening over there? Uh, they're they're struggling a little bit. Uh, their their season's wrapping up. They've got one more weekend of uh, Big Ten action, and then uh, that's that's about it. And then uh, still one at Whitefish Bay, right? And then uh, as that season starts yeah, to ramp up towards the playoffs. Yeah, the high school season is um, got about two or three weeks to go before like regionals and sectionals all start up. I don't know if you're, you've been paying attention to the weather report today, but we got a classic. They're calling it a pneumonia front that blows through this afternoon. So if there's any baseball today here, it's not going to be pleasant. I don't know when that hits you down in St. Louis, but uh, I hope the weather holds at least for tonight. Yeah, it's, it's, that's actually beautiful here. We had a, we had a really nice night uh, last night, and weather's been really good here so far. By the way, Craig, Brady Council, number three with the Gophers. So there you go. Number one in your hearts. <laughs> number three, all right. All right, you just chopped off the zero. There you go. <laughs> Brewers manager Craig Council with us this morning. Thanks, Craig. Best of luck tonight. Thanks, guys. Take care. 748 on Wisconsin's Morning News. Mark Tauscher with us next. Idea man. A-W-E-S-O-M-E. Awesome, <laughs> awesome, totally. Innovative. But just listening to the high school band with the tuba players, and it brings a huge smile back to my face. And Packers Hall of Famer. It's time for Tausch on Wisconsin's Morning News. Presented by your Wisconsin Chevy dealers. Mark Tauscher on Wisconsin's Morning News is sponsored by your southeastern Wisconsin Chevy dealers. Tausch, Bob Brainerd in for sports this morning. And Bob has been playing this soundbite from former Suns coach Monty Williams through the morning. And can you do you have it, Bob? I do. Okay, I'm going to play this for you, Tausch. Just tell me what you hear here. I only hear one thing. Okay. Here, here, uh, here, here. Really good coaches uh, who've lost their jobs shortly after winning a championship. Right. You know, that's something that is just different about um, our business. Um, but I, I've always felt like I have to do my job, not worry about it. Okay, that's fine, Bob. Can landscape you? <laughs> see what's going on. Do you hear what I hear, Tausch? You mean somebody pounding a basket? Yeah. <laughs> All I hear is somebody needed to step and say, "Can we just for two minutes stop with the dribbling?" Yeah, I uh, I was actually at first thinking, "Are we going to play the sound at some point?" Because the the basketball was. Dribbling. <laughs> <Right>? <laughs> I wasn't sure if that was what you guys were, if Bob, that's what you guys were asking about, or if it was Monty. But it's been funny to me because we we talked about this on our show a little bit yesterday too. The the idea that, all right, you get rid of Bud, who won a championship, and then Monty Williams gets fired after being coach of the year, and there's a lot of uh, reportage that is linking him coming to Milwaukee, and fans are not happy about it. They're not happy about the fact that we want someone that is better than Bud, and Bud beat this guy in the finals uh, just a couple of years ago, so... I think there's always – the NBA is so star-driven that if you don't get it done with stars, and obviously Phoenix picked up KD, that you everybody starts panicking and feels like, oh, if we don't do something, this guy's going to leave. Giannis will leave. KD will leave. Booker will leave. And you, you feel like it always comes back to the coach where most of the time – 
it's about hitting some shots, and it's not necessarily all about the adjustments that everybody uh, you know looks at it and thinks, well, if you just made this one adjustment, you'd win. Well, coaching matters, but really it comes back to if James Harden and Embiid play a little bit better on Sunday, or a lot better this last Sunday, you know the result's going to be a lot different. And then, and then Doc Rivers isn't on the hot seat because he's on the hot seat right now in Philly. Yeah, it. it so there's. I think the the NBA is more really quick to make a decision on stuff like that because everything happens so fast. When you just kind of take a look at the landscape of the league, you can go from being the Cleveland Cavaliers in 2016, 2017, where they're perennial favorites, to all of a sudden because LeBron leaves or if somebody else leaves, you go from the top to the bottom and teams don't want to even think about going through that. So, you know, the big thing with what Milwaukee is doing and what Phoenix is doing and potentially what Philadelphia is doing is how do we keep our stars happy? And if we can't keep our stars happy, what's that plan going to look like? Is it a total overhaul? And I could speak you know, from Milwaukee and everybody else, you don't want an overhaul. You want to maximize this window with these players for as long as you can. And typically the easiest way to do that, if you have a tough postseason like Milwaukee did, is that you bring in a new coach, bring in new energy, and you hope that that springs you back into being a you know championship contender. Hey, Tosh, huge NFL news yesterday, like a – potentially changing the way we all consume NFL games moving forward. The NFL announcing that Peacock will be the home for the first ever exclusive live streamed playoff game. So that means this will be the first time a playoff game will need to be purchased in order to see it. This, this is going to change everything. Eventually we're going to be watching the Super Bowl on one of these streaming sites. Yeah, I think, I mean, the world is going that route. I think the biggest takeaway from that yesterday is that everybody's parents and anyone over like 55, 60 is going to have a hard time finding the game and is going to be very frustrated and pissed off. But what this continues to remind (laughs) NFL fans is it ain't really about the in-game, the fan experience. This is all about how are we going to maximize every last dollar we can. And to go, I get going with the Amazon package and the Thursday night football I think it's really tough, especially at this point, to say, all right, your favorite team, or I love postseason football. Everybody does. And the only way you can get it is to go get it on a streaming service, pay for it when you probably don't have Peacock as it sits here. But this is the future. I think the NFL is trying to slowly force you into it. And this coming postseason is going to be a wake-up call for everybody that is thinking, well, it's always going to be on free TV. Those days have been long gone, and this is just kind of an accelerator for it. Of course you already have Peacock, because they moved Days of Our Lives exclusively to that a while ago. That's right. So obviously you already have Peacock. Is that the last soap opera standing? Oh, oh no. Oh no, a couple more. Uh, Y&R, is Young and the Rest still on? Yeah, General Hospital. CBS and General Hospital. Rocking, yeah. At noon on, uh, at least, well, here locally on ISN. Young and the Restless, Yeah, Young and the Restless. Come on. Yeah, no, I know, but you must... It's not just a casual fan throwing up Y and R, Vinny. I got a feeling that's something. Is that something you watch on on the regular? Actually, I was I was all in on days for the better part of a year and a half recently. His and stories. I'm out now. His he's got to watch his stories. They're good stories. <laughs> yeah, there's something. I'll tell you, man. <laughs> yeah. Thanks, Dallas. We'll talk again tomorrow.
Sounds good.